Hey folks, welcome to KCCast. This is the first episode of what will hopefully be a bi-weekly podcast that will be centered around talking about what's new or going on. We'll have some community discussion and hopefully use this as a platform to get some information out there to be more common knowledge. So I do want to talk about the podcast itself since this is kind of the first one, but it's pretty dry. I'm going to leave that at the very end so you guys don't have to sit through that first. Okay, so let's just uh, jump right into talking about KC right now. Obviously, the first big thing is that we are now about a week, maybe a little bit more than a week, away from the summer event. It was confirmed to be in the latter half of next week, and given that today is the 21st, uh, expected to be around the final few days of the month. So uh, we also have information that's going to be three maps, which has confirmed this to be a small-scale event. Uh, we know that E1 has been confirmed also to be a normal fleet map, where we deploy to Brest. It is a a port city up in northwestern France. It's by the Penfield River. Apparently we'll be there to counter the uh, abyssals headed to Bretagne, which is France's most northwestern region. I'm not sure if that means uh, we'll be getting like a French destroyer this event, but it'd certainly be a nice welcome. Um, I know that there will be a new Taiwanese illustrator uh, drawing this new ship, but I don't know what it is. Uh, I know some people are hoping for Lufantesque or something, but it remains to be seen what ship type. So, you know, um, but we do know for sure that there will be an Italian cruiser. Uh, it's more than likely going to be a Brezzi because of the long name and all that. But um, yeah, that, I know the Abrezzi is probably going to be, she's pretty much all, all but confirmed right now. My guess is we'll probably have like our standard submarine map for E1. Um, although we might have like a regular boss map. We'll see. And then E2 will be where our ship drop is. And then we'll probably have E3 with a Bruzzi as the clear reward. That just feels like the natural progression of things, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I know we don't have any news yet for where we're at E2, um, but I do know it is going to be a combined fleet map, so that's not a real surprise. I think most people already know by now that it's that familiar song and dance where we have multi-phase maps. And then for E3, uh, we don't have any information on it besides that it won't be implemented at the same time as the main operation. So we'll have to wait and see uh, what kind of news they put out in the next uh, week or so. So yeah, that's kind of the big news for now. It's a small event and we know a little bit about what's going to happen. I know that bums some people out and the reaction has been pretty mixed so far since some people are glad for our opportunity to recoup resources and sanity while others are saying that because it's a smaller event, we're going to have uh, fewer rewards, both of which I agree with. Uh, if you look at some of the last couple of summer events, they've all been big for the most part, even if they're not large scale. I know we didn't have a summer event last year in 2018, but we did have an early fall event, which gave us Nelson, Nelson Touch, which is now we've had tons of variations on, uh, Shinyo, Gotland, I think. It was a pretty difficult event, but it had some good rewards. Uh, I think there was like six ship locks to deal with as well, too, which is kind of a rare occurrence um, if you're going for all hard. And then for 2017 summer event, I think that was a large. We picked up uh, our first French battleship as well as Ark Royal on E7. And I think that was probably one of the first events that I started feeling bad for the frontliners. Um, I mean, I feel bad for them almost every event now, but that event was undoubtedly one of the first few times uh, there was this roadblock of a uh, events where uh, on E7, basically, if you're not familiar with this one, you basically had uh, five bosses in a row. It's kind of what I call the Princess Gauntlet. Uh, five bosses in a row you had to deal with, and each one was very capable of sending you back home very easily. So first node was uh, Abyssal Harusame, 
Second node was Submarine Princess Loli. Uh, third node was Carrier Princess. Uh, fourth node, which was your pre-boss, Summer Dyson with PT Imps. Um, very brutal, and you had to commit a land base to that one. And then finally, European Princess, which was Arc Royal. So uh, I remember watching on Twitch or Nico Nico these poor frontliners just losing uh, $10, $15 every run because of uh, triggered damage control goddesses. And it was just brutal, these guys. You know. So that said, we've we got some pretty good rewards for it. Uh, most notably like land-based fighter planes like the Spitfire Mark IX. Um, it's a good plane. Um, so obviously with less maps, we'll probably have less of a chance to get these kind of rewards. So I, I do kind of get that. And I think uh, summer 2016, that was my first summer event. That was medium scale and that gave us Warspite, which has been a great uh, cost-effective ship for support expeditions. Also started giving out the first land-based bombers. So if you're good, you could have picked up a Ginga or like a Model 34 bomber, which was amazing. Uh, we also got Nemu too, which was a nice fan favorite. So yeah, I, I get the feeling of missing out on a big events and summer's going to be small, but I'd say, you know, don't fret. Um, we had a small scale in winter 2019 and the rewards were pretty good for that one. You know, we had Johnson as a drop, which had the uh, SK radar, which is good. Uh, Nishin was a reward, which has been amazing. She's a fantastic combat seaplane tender. She can do opening torpedoes. She's got great plane slots. She's got great stats. She's made my life in 3.5 much easier. And she's drawn by Bob too, which is another plus in my book because Bob girls are great. So yeah, you know, even if that doesn't make you feel better, I'd say just this is the opportunity for you to get a nice, easy first class medal. There's only three maps. There's not going to be that many ship blocks to deal with. Uh, you'll probably have plenty of time to farm for European ships since this is a Europe based event. So clear that event easy or clear it fast, however, and then use that extra time to get yourself, you know, all the ships and all the medals you need. Uh, personally speaking, though, I'm happy to have a small scale event. I, I had a rough time last event going hard. I lost a ton of resources doing it. I didn't pick up Fletcher. Um, it just it wasn't good for my sanity. So I think I started at around like 230,000 in all my resources and I dropped down to soft cap by the end by the, like the last week. So it was um, it wasn't fun. And what was worse was that uh, you had to rely on friend fleet a lot. So I've got a bone to pick with Friendfleet, and uh, first and foremost, I want to say that I love Friendfleet. I'm not a purist or something who, who, who doesn't want any help in the event. I, I love having Friendfleet, and I was really happy to have them when they first implemented. But now it feels like it's just become something that we have to rely on more and more because the devs are making us do that, and it's painful this way. You know, your whole sortie can be decided by the Friendfleet, and that's just that's just not fair. I mean, I know this game is fully RNG, but it. It's, it's just not, it's just too difficult to do. So, I mean, sure, it's awesome when you get that strong friend fleet to show up, but if you show up to boss and you see like a light carrier with two Discord escorts as your friend fleet, you're, that's not cool, man. You know, I'm not a fan of the huge variance in friend fleet that you can get, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And the last change we'll talk about is the expedition system. So there are now new expeditions to do. Uh, they're good ones. They're kind of weird ones, but some of them do give you a screw. So they're great in my book. Um, they also give you a good chunk of fuel, steel, and bauxite. So I highly encourage you guys to do them. Uh, they don't last very long. They're usually like an overnighter. Um, just make sure that you send a fully sparkled fleet and read the requirements carefully. That one will get you. Um, so they reset on the 15th of every month at noon, Japan time, obviously. So you'll be fine as long as you send your expeditions out before then. Uh, just beware, there's like a lockout period where you can't access them again 
um, you can refer to the image I'll put in my post to see what I mean. So yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I wanted to take a little time to talk about the podcast itself. So there won't be any more Casey stuff from here on out. You guys can turn it off now if you'd like. I do want to at least thank you for listening this far. Uh, basically, as you guys can probably tell, I've never done a podcast before. Uh, I don't know if this format even works. I don't know if there will be more than just me talking in the future or anything else, really. Uh, I'm sorry you guys have to deal with my voice, by the way. I know it's not very pleasant sounding, but I hope it's not too awful. Um, so as someone who loves this game and enjoys content being made for it, I was super bummed out for a long period of time because we didn't really have like this episodic, periodic discussion kind of thing where we can talk about the girls, the game, you know, event coming up and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, we did have briefly, you know, a Casey podcast that was started by Ishwan. Uh, it's named Casey Insight. You can YouTube it. It's only uh, two episodes before it stopped, but it was a great listen. And when I saw that, I thought to myself, you know, that was something that I really wanted more of. So as the saying goes, you know, if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. And that's the birth of Casey Cast in a nutshell. That's kind of where I'm coming from with this project. So I hope that you'll help me along the way in making this become something better. So uh, thank you guys for listening. If you guys listened this far, it really means a lot to me and I appreciate it. And I wish you guys have a good time um, and take care. I'll see you guys in two weeks.